Amen. Man, I don't, I don't know if you guys know this, but I love my job. I do. I love being here. I love being a part of this amazing family. I love to do what I get to do, and I'm so thankful that God has called me here. Today, this morning, we're going to start off with dedicating some wonderful children to the Lord. And that is so important and so cool that we get to be a part of this. So before you come up, I just want to read a couple things. Uh, Bringing a child into this world can be overwhelming and at times scary. As parents, we are given this incredible responsibility to care for a human life. When babies first come into this world, they're fragile, innocent, and their need for their parents at a young age can seem like a lot because of their inability to care for themselves. How we as parents bring up our child proves to have a tremendous impact on their lives. This in itself can be extremely overwhelming. I'm sure many of us can relate and agree that our childhood had a huge impact on who we are today, both good and bad. Navigating through life as parents comes with many obstacles, many fears, many anxious moments, many worries, but also being a parent brings a tremendous amount of joy. The fantastic news to all of this, parents, you don't have to experience this alone. Dedication in a biblical sense is defined as the act of setting apart people or things from ordinary affairs of life and presenting them to God and his service. Today, we have some families that have made an important choice to set aside their children and present them to God for his service. So I'm going to now invite the families to come on up. Come on up. You're going to stand on the stage up here so you can all see really your child's beautiful faces. Right, Brent? (laughs) Come on up, making their way up. So excited. We have a set of twins today. So cool. Any families that want to come up too, you're welcome to come on and stand with your family if you'd like. You can come on and stand over here. Thank you, yeah. Thank you. Beautiful. Hi, Kelsey. Hi. So exciting. Yay. Look at these beautiful babies. <laughs> so today we have with us Kelsey DeVries. We also have Autumn Richland on the end over here. And we have Landry Boyer and Preston Boyer. Landry's on this side, Preston's on that side. I knew that. <laughs> Come on up. What's up, brother? Good to see you, man. Today is a joyous occasion for your child and for your family. I pray that this is not just another box checked in your Christian walk, but instead you understand the significance of dedicating your child to the Lord. The scripture gives us examples of how godly parents dedicated their children to the Lord and his service as you are doing today. Hannah brought her child Samuel and dedicated him to God and to the service of his house. Mary, the mother of Jesus, brought the child according to the law of Moses, up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. We are confident, therefore, of God's divine approval of these children being brought here today to dedicate to him in his service. We learn in Deuteronomy and throughout Scripture the importance of our individual walks with Christ as our Lord and Savior. When we are given the great responsibility of being a parent, our personal walks 
become even more important. Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 7 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk to them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Parents, your responsibility to take care of yourself and make sure that your relationship with God is good is of utmost importance. As you learn how to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, this will be the most important lesson that you will pass down to your child. Scripture tells us diligently teach them this daily in every aspect of your lives. Diligently. That's a big responsibility. I mentioned earlier that you don't have to do this alone. God will most definitely be there with you every step of the way if you allow him to. He has also blessed you with immediate family, some of them standing here, and also a church family to walk alongside you on this special journey. You have made a wonderful choice to present your child to God today. Will you now please respond with me, we do, to the following covenant. Do you dedicate yourself as parents to raise your children in the training and admonition of the Lord? Do you dedicate yourselves as parents to raise your children? Oop, I just read that. Do you promise to instruct your child in the Bible and in the practice of prayers to guide him or her in the development of Christ-like character and to diligently bring your child to the services of the church to be taught the way of life? Do you promise to try your best of your ability to shape the home life of your child by family devotions, by your words and your example, so that he or she will come to receive and confess Christ when they are old enough to understand. Church family, now it's your turn. Do you promise to pray and love on these families as they navigate through this journey of parenthood, encouraging them and providing assistance in their time of need? Please respond with, we do. Yay! Are you guys ready? Some churches that kind of do like the Lion King, like hold them up. There's four babies here, so I'm not going to do that. But at this time, I now dedicate Kelsey DeVries, Autumn Richland, Landry Boyer, and, and Preston Boyer to God and to the service of his kingdom in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Shall we pray? Yeah, give it up for him. That's exciting. That's good stuff. You want to pray? I got to tell you, these kids were really good. Excellent job so far, parents. <laughs> Good luck the rest of the way. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and pray. Dearly Father God, once again, we come here before you and dedicate these beautiful children and their families to you and your service. God, I pray for a hedge of protection around each of these families represented. We are well aware that life throws us obstacles. We are well aware of the difficulties that can come along with this journey. But God, we are so thankful that you are there to walk alongside of us. We're so thankful for the the families that you have blessed these children with. We are so thankful for this church family that agreed to walk alongside these parents and these children along their journey. But God, I do ask for protection over them. 
I do ask that you give the parents the wisdom and the discernment and how to raise these kids in this fallen world. I do pray that each one of these parents represented here and the families represented here, that they go to you for answers and you alone. Allow their house to be a house that serves you. God, we love you. We are thankful for these children. I'm so thankful for these beautiful children. I lift Kelsey and Autumn and Landry and Preston up to you and now dedicate them to you in your service. In your great and precious name we pray, amen. So we have a little gift here on behalf of the church. We just want to say congratulations. We have a book, Shepherding a Child's Heart, which is extremely good and very important. So there you go. I expect you to read it and give me an update next week. Just kidding. Congratulations. And for the twinsies, you said Landry's on this side, right? There you go. Landry and Preston. One more time, church family. Give it up for your... You guys can go ahead and have a seat. Thank you. I'm praying for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Good job, buddy. This is so much fun, is it not? I love it, man. I, this day is always one of my favorite days. I just love to celebrate great things that God is doing. And it's fun for you to be a part of that because there's a lot of times you don't know all the things that are happening and it's good to be unified as a church on one Sunday morning to have everything brought to light. Amen? All right, so next we're going to do some, uh, we're going to enjoy some embarrassment. We're going to bring some people up here on stage that love attention, to love for everybody to look at them, right? We're going to bring our new members. We're going to have them give a testimony, and they have to say why they want to be a part of our church and how great I am as a pastor. Just kidding. So we're going to bring up 16 people that want to join the church today, which is amazing. I don't like to, to talk about numbers too much, but that's a... That's awesome. So here's what they're agreeing to, which I just want to remind all of us other members as to what we have agreed to. There are five different things that we believe scripturally that we should be following and living by as members of this church, and really not just members of this church. It really should be five things that we as believers, whether you're part of our church or not, should bring into our lives and live by. And here they are. We will actively participate in the activities of the church. We're not looking for you to be a part of everything that goes on because you have a family, you have a job, you got to sleep at some time and you like to eat, right? And But we want you to be a part of something. Find your little niche and get involved in it. The second thing is this, that you will live generously by giving of your time, your talent, and your treasure. We want your time, but not all of it. We want the talents that God's blessed you with to be able to use here. And obviously, we can't do what we do without your tithe. But we don't stress that. We don't say, hey, we just want you to be here just because we want your money. Which is what most people think churches are. But if you'll notice the order, we said time first, your ability second, and your treasure last. Because that's what we focus on. 
Number three, I will use my spiritual gifts to serve the church and the world. We believe every follower of Christ has some spiritual gift, and we want to help you discover what that is and figure out how to use it in our church. Number four, this is a big one, I will strive to live a holy life. I used to, in our membership covenant, it was very narrow in what they were stressing on. We took that out. This is too narrow, but we made it bigger. Because striving to live a holy life covers everything. Covers all the questions. Well, what is? Well, you didn't talk about that. No, it's everything. A holy life means a whole lot. And then lastly, I commit to being involved in healthy, God-honoring relationships uh, with other Christian people. That does not mean we are asking you to lose your friends. We're asking you to make sure that your main connections are those that are going to direct you in the paths of righteousness just like Christ does. And that's what we're asking for. So when I call your name, if you'll join me on the stage, if we can fit, which is always a good problem. Brent and Justina, you're first up. You're just up here. We should have just left you standing up here. That would have been fun. For me, anyway. Trevor Curry. Jonathan Dooling. And Mark and Sarah Dooling as well. Nope, just come on up. It's up to you. John Hederly and Christina Olson. Laura Kennedy. She here? There she is. Uh, Bernadette and Claude Robinson. And Kenny Robinson. Brian and Deborah Walter. And then Matt and Kelly Engelman. Come on up. Mark, you have to smile, Mark. But you have to smile. They got to vote you in. You got to smile a little bit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> awesome. Look at this. Look at these people. Let me get out of the way. Let me let y'all see them because this is awesome. So they are standing before you, and I just have to ask the simple question Do we have a unanimous vote to allow this group of individuals to join our church? Can I have all the members signify by saying I if you agree? And does anybody oppose? Awesome. Welcome to the church. Welcome to the church. That's it. It's that simple. You're in. Man, y'all are in trouble now. Y'all are in trouble now. God bless you guys. Absolutely. John? Absolutely. I'm almost done. (laughs) You got to stay up here. I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right. While we prepare for baptisms, for those of you that are getting baptized, if ladies, if you'll go to my office, guys, if you'll go over here to Charlie's office, Tim, if you'll get set, uh, we're going to recognize um, some new team members that we're bringing on staff, because as you know, today we are celebrating Charlie and Janice at the end of the service because of their <sighs> retirement. I think they're just tired of me. They've had all they can have. They've done all they can do with me, and they're like, we are out. Where are you at? Where are you at? There you are. Is that true? You didn't even amen that. I'm very proud of you. I know, I know. He's trying to stay low-key. He's hoping I'm not going to embarrass him really bad today, which I won't. But I want to introduce uh, some new employees that are going to be uh, coming on staff with us, and we are super excited about this. The first family I want to call up is Willie and Elizabeth and their kids, uh, Parker and Aubrey and Cameron. Um, Willie and Elizabeth uh, were serving at Middletown Baptist a few years back um, and decided to uh, leave there. And they came here just really to heal. Um, they had been through a little bit of a rough patch. Uh, and they came just to be 
kind of invisible for a little while and just to heal up um, because that, that's tough stuff when you're in ministry and things like that happen. Um, but the longer they stayed, the more we liked them. And I think, <laughs> I think they liked us uh, for the most part. Um, and so like for the last, I don't know what, three, four years we've been talking about this. We've been dragging them along. Oh, we're going to hire you. Just stick around a little bit longer. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're almost there. We're almost there. And finally, October 1st or 4th will be his first official day as a youth pastor with Townsend Church. He and Tim. As you know, Tim, Tim does a lot of things. I don't do anything. I just let Tim do it all. Uh, and so Willie's going to come on board and help. Tim with all of the, the responsibilities that he had. So we are in the process of kind of reconfiguring some things. So we're finally getting some younger blood so we can wear him out. Because that's what churches do, right? We hire the young people and then just abuse them to no end. So you just thought you were coming to work here. <laughs> but we are excited about them. We're excited about Elizabeth. Elizabeth actually is the brains behind the entire family. She keeps everybody moving and grooving. And we... When we hire someone, we are hiring the entire family. And so we are hiring their kids as well. And if you remember way back when um, you guys voted me in, there were some things that I had said regarding my family that I wanted to make sure that I reminded you today. These are their children. Protect them, please. Love on them as you would love your own. Do not hold them under a fishbowl or magnifying glass. They are children and they're going to grow up and they're going to do well and they're going to make mistakes just like we all do. So let's keep that in mind because they are a part of our family and we're going to love on them and we're going to encourage them and we're going to build them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So Willie, Elizabeth and children, welcome to the family. And I have a gift for you guys because I know what you like. There you go. Parker, you get a high five. Yeah. Awesome. Welcome to the family. Thank you. All right. I got one more. I get to embarrass. Now this one I've been keeping kind of secret. I don't know why I have, but I have been. But with Janice leaving, I'm gonna, we're going to need somebody to keep all of us guys straight. And so we have been praying about and talking with a young lady who is super passionate about Jesus. She is super passionate about our church. And she's excited to retire actually from her state job to be able to come and work with us. And so Debbie Ide, would you come up so we can introduce you to the church? Debbie is going to bring uh, to our team what Janice has always brought for us. She's going to bring stability. She's going to bring a great sense of humor. um, But she's also going to bring the iron whip. It's being, yes, it is your mom. And it's being passed from Janice to uh, Miss Debbie. And she is going to wield it well. Because, yes, she will be the adult of the group, finally. Uh, but we are excited. She will be starting in December um, because that's when she will be done at her state. So I just wanted to introduce the new calendar lady, the new administrator, the new person that when you need to get something done, that's the person you need to go to. So please welcome Debbie Ide. <clears throat> All right. Let's baptize some people. All right, Tim.
There. Sorry, Dave. Thanks for waving me down. Cheyenne Donahue, if you don't know her, is one of these kids that's full of spunk, full of energy, full of enthusiasm, and has one of the biggest hearts that I've ever experienced in, in my time in ministry. She just absolutely loves our church, but more importantly, she loves the Lord. And she is just on fire for the Lord. So she came to know the Lord back in 2016. She's been attending our church in 2018. And today, she wants to be baptized before y'all to say, hey man, I'm a believer and I love the Lord. So Cheyenne, you ready? <laughs> she giggles all the time. <laughs> Make sure you plug your nose. <laughs> because of your profession of faith. And Jesus Christ, as your personal Lord and Savior, I'll now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> That's hilarious. She was literally laughing the whole time. <laughs> That's the way we all should be, that joyous, that excited to be. Baptized or to be serving the Lord. I, I love that. So I'm going to ask Matthew Dooling, come on up. Now, I've, I've had to warn him because he was dying to do a cannonball. I'm just kidding. He wasn't. He was a little nervous. Isn't that nice and warm? All right, just sit right there and face right there. So this is Matthew Dooling. Can you just uh, wave at the camera, actually? See the camera right here? Nope, right here. Right there. There you go. So that's Matthew. Matthew knows that Jesus is Lord of his life. And when you make a decision this young, who knows what God has in store for him? And so I'm excited to see what God is going to do in Matthew's life as he continues to grow in the Lord. And he's got a great family system around him to continue to encourage him with that. So Matthew, based on your profession of faith on the Lord Jesus Christ, as your personal Lord and Savior, I now baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good job, buddy. Good job. Yay. That's exciting. All right, Miss Caitlin, you're next. Now, I was talking to Caitlin's dad, uh, Mr. Mark, back here, and he said that she's been a little, little edgy this week, so I have to dunk her twice. To ma- I'm just kidding. <laughs> so this is, yeah, this is Caitlin. You want to look right here at the camera and wave at everybody? She's super excited to be sitting in front of everybody, as you can tell. She's super talkative, so she wanted to share her testimony this morning. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Same thing. This, this family system is a phenomenal family. They, they know the Lord. They have reared their children in the Lord. They have stayed with them as they have walked this journey. And Caitlin knows that Jesus is Lord of her life. And she wants to signify that today by being baptized. So Caitlin, based on your profession of faith on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good job, dear. <coughs> Oh, yeah. Hey, one more time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> she said, uh, no. All right, John Hederly is going to be next. Now, John just joined our church. And John's been a believer for quite a while. And he's never been fully immersed. And so we're going to do that today, which is always exciting. He's a little nervous too, right? <laughs> a little bit. But what's cool is he is at some point getting ready to get married, and we're going to baptize his future spouse as well. That's kind of special, right? Did I spoil anything? Awesome. I'm really good at spoiling things, sorry. It's going to happen at some point, because that's what we're praying for, right? Yes. You want me to stop talking? (laughs) 
So based on your profession of faith on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I now baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. God bless you. So, Christina. Hopefully, I didn't spoil anything. Okay, good. It's warm. <laughs> so, this is Christina Olson. And she is in the same spot. Uh, she's been a believer for quite a while. She knows that Jesus is Lord of her life, but she's never been fully immersed. And so she wanted to be a part of our celebration service today and let you know that she absolutely loves Jesus and that he is Lord of her life. So, Christina, based on your profession of faith on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> And now we have a, a husband and wife duo. We're going to do it at the same time. Just kidding. Come on up, Michael. This is Michael Purcell. Michael's been attending our church for a very long time um, and has decided that it is time to let people know that this is the walk that he is choosing to walk, that Jesus is Lord of his life, and he wants to be baptized today. So, Michael, based on... You're a big guy. <laughs> This should be interesting. <laughs> Based on your profession of faith, Michael, on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, I now baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. There we go. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah, that was a close one. <laughs> Shannon. Shannon Purcell. Again, she's been following the Lord and attending our church for quite a while now. And she wants to follow in believer's baptism as well. Right? You're super excited about this. She's been talking about this for quite a while. So, so she asked me, she's like, I've been working on my testimony. But when I started writing it, I couldn't stop. I'm like, I'll take care of it. <laughs> so is there anything you want to say? I've been waiting for this for so long. Amen. Amen. It's a good thing to wait for, but it's a good thing to get it done, right? So Shannon, based on your profession of faith on the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <clears throat> it's so much fun. Isn't it fun? I'm having a good time. So, we're going to transition to something a little bit different. And for some of you, this may be a, a hard uh, thing to see and to watch. Um, but this is worth celebrating. A, a couple who has given their lives to the Lord in service to Him. And has been able to be a part of so many different things and to be a part of a church for, uh, right around about 30 years or more. That, that is a little unusual. And you have such a great opportunity today to celebrate their lives today. And what we've done, well actually not I, but Seth has taken upon himself to gather, um, some clips from people all across the country. Who wanted to share in this day but couldn't be here. And so we're going to invite you to turn your attention to the screens uh, to watch a short montage of testimony of Charlie and Janice.
name is Janice and Pastor Charlie. We just wanted to submit a little video to say congratulations on your retirement. Yeah, I can't think of Townsend Church and not have your faces come to mind. You've been such a huge part of the church. I will really miss working with you both. Working with you guys has been great. Um, there have been so many things that we've celebrated, that we've mourned, and um, walking through a pandemic together as a team. Our work days are not going to be the same without you guys there every day. You have truly left your mark here. Uh, your legacy will never be forgotten. Those are lots of things that um, I will never forget and good moments, good memories. I, I have to admit that all of my memories of Charlie and Janice are good memories. They've just been uh, a wonderful couple to be around, to know, and to, to be able to count as friends. Uh, it's hard to believe that this is a tribute to you guys for your retirement. Even though I know you're retiring, I know that you'll spend the rest of your life helping people because that's just what you guys do. Hi, I'm Richard Atwood, former pastor at Townsend Church and known Charlie and Janice a long time. Uh, they got with us pretty soon when we started a church. We're faithful. Hi, I'm Sandy Atwood, wife to Richard, and I love the Townsend Church. And I love Charlie and Janice. Thank you so much for um, all of those good years, and we're so excited for your retirement. Congratulations on your retirement, guys. Uh, you deserve it, and uh, you have been faithful to Jesus. Thank you for all you've done, Charlie and Janice, and congratulations on your retirement. We are grateful for the impact that you've had on our community, on our church, and certainly our families. Hello, Charlie and Janice. First of all, congratulations on your retirement. I hope you enjoy it. Just wanted to pop on here and say that I am eternally grateful to Janice and Charlie and wish them nothing but the very best. Thank you, Charlie and Janice, from the bottom of my heart for saving my life and being used by God in such a huge way. You've been a special blessing to myself and, of course, your uncle. Um, I'm just happy that you're able to retire, and I hope you're going to be able to do some of the things that you haven't been able to do. Congratulations on your well-deserved retirement. You have been such a blessing to so many of us throughout our lifetime. Janice and Charlie, what is retirement anyway? I don't see you guys stopping. No way. I will always be eternally grateful for your love and your friendship. But I could always count on Janice and Charlie uh, being a listening ear and a, a wise word, right? And um, Janice... I can remember you, me, and Donna with, with the Bible studies or the mini talks around the kitchen table with much coffee. We're learning about sponsoring children through new missions, going on the mission trip to Haiti and even being able to see the child that I sponsored. Greetings from New Missions. I'm Tim Dutellis. I want to take a moment and say congratulations to Charlie and Janice Baker on your retirement. But I know when I think about your names, I think of Pastor Yagil in Haiti and how your generosity as a child sponsor made it possible for him to attend the new mission school, graduate, and now is the pastor and school director there in Nepali, Board Mayor Haiti. Being a pastor, it's a, I, I feel that I live in my dream. If I have that possibility to meet my sponsor, Janice Baker, I would thank her for being a part of me, of my life. So I thank God for you, and I celebrate you, 
and I wish you the very, very best. But please. Hi there. This is Eric and Brenda Hole. We're coming to you from Bethel, Pennsylvania, not far from where we first met you guys. Yes, this is Lou and Darlene Seeger. We're so thankful that Seth got a hold of us and let us know that you are soon retiring. Congratulations. Um, just wanted to congratulate you on your retirement. Uh, you well deserve it, I'm sure. We got the news. You are retiring. Refiring. Refiring. Or being reassigned. Yeah, that's right. We often think of you. Lou also remembers helping you wire that house down in Delaware. And, and when I think about you, Charlie, I think of the day you sang When God Ran in church. And, I, you know, I don't read or hear the, a sermon on the prodigal son, but that I don't think about you. And, and that Sunday morning when you sang that song, it meant so much to me. And I think that's the thing that I remember the most about you, Charlie. Just a deep commitment to God and just, um, yeah, the willingness to what, what's right. And that always impressed me, your commitment to, to follow through with the Lord all the way. And just remember, friends are friends forever, if the Lord's the Lord of them. And I'm Carlene Whitesell, and um, thank you for all your service, and welcome to your new adventure. This is Elaine and Nick Isaacs from Belfouche, South Dakota. Congratulations on your upcoming retirement from your church. I'd like to uh, congratulate Jan and Charlie. Charlie and I have been best friends since ninth grade, maybe earlier. We rode dirt bikes, surfed, camped, cried, shot, and prayed together. Charlie has supported and encouraged me several times when I was at my very lowest. Once when I was in graduate school, I felt like I could not go on, and I was crying on the phone to Charlie. He said, Nick, this is just an inconvenience, and he encouraged me to go on. I will never forget that. Hi, Mom and Dad. We are so happy to be able to be part of this and to be here with you today and to say how much we love you and how thrilled we are for your retirement that you got here. And it has been a pleasure growing up watching you in Townsend Freeville Baptist Church. I know the journey um, with the church has had its ups and downs. Uh, there for sure have been some great times and some really hard times. You guys have been faithful uh, through all of them. Um, I'm proud of you in this moment for the example that you set um, for me, for us, for our family, um, and for our church. Hi, Mom and Dad. Congratulations on your retirement. You have shown dedication, determination, and commitment, both at home and at work. As you start this next chapter, my prayer for you is that you both continue to grow and that you fully experience all the adventures that await. Congratulations on your retirement. You guys have a lot of great adventures ahead. Mom and Dad, as you enter into this new phase of life, may God bless you and be with you. Thank you for everything you've done for our family. You have sown the right things in life. Um, and we are so pleased that our family and this church is reaping the benefits of your faithfulness. You have earned the love and the respect of multiple generations both at work and at home. That is huge. Enjoy this time watching your grandchildren grow up. Congratulations! Be for your retirement. Thanks for your retirement. I, 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 
once you retire, the world is open for endless possibilities. You never know what you can do. Hi, Mimi and Poppy. I hope you have a happy retirement, and I hope that you can um have a good fall and winter with me. When I think of you guys, they can't help but think about all the great adventures we've had. And I just hope that wherever you guys go when you're retired, that you'll make lots of happy memories. Ever with you. I hope that we can spend more time together this year. Mimi! I love you, Mimi and Poppy. I'm so glad you're, you're having a retirement. I love you so much. I couldn't be more proud of you. Congratulations. I love you, Mimi and Poppy. I love you. Have a nice retirement. I love you, Mimi and Poppy. I love you. I love you. I love you. Take care. I love you. Come see us at the farm. Love you. Okay. God bless you. We love you. You're awesome. Congratulations, Charlie, on your new assignment. Love you, buddy. I love you both. I love you guys. We love you guys. Oh, I love you guys, and it's been a privilege to count you as my friend. We love you. Congratulations on your retirement. We will miss you. Yes. Hey, not yet, not yet. Not yet. We doing okay so far? I didn't think so. So we'll keep going. 45 years ago, a young couple discovered someone they had been looking for all of their lives. Someone who loved completely. Someone who gave them value to which they had never experienced. Someone who possessed a wisdom greater than anyone they'd ever known. Someone who loved them for them, but loved them too much to leave them in that same space. This young couple had experienced much in their short lives. But little did they know the true life they were about to experience when they met Jesus. Charlie and Janice moved all the way across the country to meet the one who would change everything. When the Holy Spirit fell on them, Jesus became more than a story to them. He became their savior. He became their friend. And he became their master. This began a series of life-changing decisions which redirected the course of their lives forever. Fast forward 15 years or so after three kids, a few different jobs and ministries, and they find themselves walking through the doors of Townsend Church. This visit turned into 30 plus years of faithful walking with and serving the Lord here at Townsend Church. The walk has taken many turns during their time of service here. They have served as the youth leaders, the children's church leaders, the administrator of the church, the church counselor, the IT guy, the calendar lady, and the brains of the office, which we all know is truly Janice. The attitude of Janice and Charlie has always been, here am I, send me. Having the attitude of, I am here, we will do it, is something God takes very seriously. Charlie and Janice have faithfully served our Lord by serving us here at Townsend Church. They have reared their family not based on the opinion of others, but on the truths of Scripture. And one may question the effectiveness of leading one's family this way. Well, let me tell you, all three of their children are faithfully following the Lord, have great marriages, wonderful, excitable grandkids, as you could see, and a phenomenal relationship with each of those members. I would say they are experiencing the faithfulness and blessings of God. 
This hasn't happened because of the awesomeness of Charlie and Janice, and they truly are awesome. All of this has happened because of the awesomeness of our God. Charlie and Janice will acknowledge all of the things that I have said about them, but you will most likely not hear them say it out loud. But what they would say is this, praise the Lord God for his goodness to us because we desperately needed him. Their honor that we show them today will quickly go to the Lord as they recognize his moving in all of these scenarios. And to honor someone is tricky, as the glory really is the Lord's in all things. It's because of him we are able to accomplish all we do. Today we say thank you to lives well lived. We say thank you to the 30 plus years of outstanding service to the Lord by serving here at Townsend Church. We say thank you for the example set. We say thank you for the example of how to fight the good fight, how to follow the precepts outlined in scripture, and that it can be done. We say thank you for loving so well. We say thank you for seeking the Lord in everything that you have done. And we say thank you for truly living out Joshua's battle cry for his family. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I say thank you for investing in me. For your patience as you saw something in me I couldn't see. For your willingness to be used by God as he molded me. For giving me the space to think, to speak, and to work things out. For always having my back even when we disagreed. And for teaching me it's okay to disagree and still be good with each other. For encouraging a fearlessness in me for what is right. For always being my sounding board. For being a second set of parents to me. But most of all, for being two of the closest friends I've ever had. Man, this is way harder than I wanted it to be. <laughs> These aren't just my coworkers. We have experienced a lot, both good and bad, but the part that has been most enjoyable <clears throat> is what we've experienced in the Lord over the last seven years. We've been talking about this day for the last six years, and today it is finally here. And we just want to say thank you, but not goodbye. On December 31st, 2021, Charlie and Janice will officially retire from their positions here at Townsend Church, but they will remain a part of this team, continuing to attend our our meetings as they choose, but this is the time for them to pursue the next chapter of the story that God is writing for Charlie and Janice Baker. Would you welcome them to the stage today? So... You guys can have a seat. You have no idea how much they hate this, so we're going to try to keep this short and sweet, but we have uh, some gifts that we want to give them um, 
And in no way does it even come close to the impact that they have had. And you saw a ton... Don't speak yet. Let me finish. I told, Mute it. I told Janice on the way in, maybe this is our week to skip church and just go to the beach. <laughs> but as you saw... What's interesting about a lot of the people that you saw are these are people that they've um, been impacted by and they have impacted throughout their entire Christian walk. And what's fun is for, I wish that some of the people that were on, uh, on that list that were speaking, I wish they could have been here because it's just as so much a celebration for them as well because of the investment that they have made in Charlie and Janice and how it continues to pour out. And that's something for us to pay attention to. Our influence over each other will play out down the line if we do it correctly. And so what you're seeing today is not just Charlie and Janice setting a course for Charlie and Janice. Their course was set by God through someone else who was obedient to God and the Spirit by speaking to them. And you can have that same impact. You can do that same thing. And so we just have a few parting gifts. Janice, we, we got your new laptop. Oh. And so, Charlie, do you see the bow that's on there? Look, look at the bow. Hey, do you know what kind of bow that is? It's a crossbow. <laughs> and then, Charlie, we have a, a gift for you. So I'm gonna, I'll, you can read that later, but I'll, I'll tell you what it is. So Char, you may not know, but Charlie has a great-grandfather named Samuel Zane Batten, who was a big-time minister. Uh, what was the alliance that he was started with? The Northern American? The Northern Baptist Alliance. And they took a huge stand on slavery and a huge stand on a lot of things and actually split from the Southern Baptists. And then later on, Janice just found out that actually joined up with the Free Will Baptists. So Free Will Baptists is in your blood, buddy. It's just who what it is. But Charlie has been finding separate sermons here and there in books that his great-grandfather has written, but they're really hard to find. So Charlie, I want you to know that's a list of other books that I've found that are going to be ordered for you. So I tried to think of something to buy him, but this guy has everything. And so I knew that would, that would, that would mean something. And plus your wife's been stealing your phone all week to help me with that <laughs> because of this. And then lastly, this is a very small monetary gift for the two of you uh, because you're going to be traveling, so you've got to have some money to go spend. So can we have another round of applause for these guys, please? <clears throat> have imagined this day 30 some years ago when your mother Kathy Wissinger, Dave's mom invited us to church it was a church of a little less than around 40 people, a little less Um, we started attending and then we um, ended up joining over the years this church has had three lead pastors, you saw all of them up here and Alan and one interim pastor, and he was up there too. And there's one thing they've all had in common. Me. <laughs> and I have that as well. I was supposed to say something too, but after last week, I had nothing else to say. <laughs> Alan laughs. He knows me better than that. <laughs> as I was thinking about what I might like to say, 
what should I say this morning, I was reflecting and remembering so many things. And thinking about this, I mean, you, you brought back, I don't know how some of those old guys were that <laughs> we knew in ministry before we were even here. But memories scattered over decades. I've been reading a book called The Rest of God, really good book. talks about Sabbath and the importance of rest in God and all that. Right in the midst of preparing this, I was reading that, and he said, to remember is literally to put broken pieces back together. Things that are members of one another are together. To remember, it is to create an original wholeness out of what has become sacred fragments. And remembering well is essential to an authentic living faith. I just thought that was so neat. And to, I would encourage all, all of us, wherever we are in life, to work on living life so that when we remember, it's good. After attending here for a pretty short time, Pastor Atwood asked me to teach Sunday school. So I did that for a while. When Pastor Baines first asked me to take over the youth ministry, we reluctantly agreed, but with conditions. We would not get paid, and we would only do it until someone else was found. God's sense of humor, I guess. I guess the person that was found was Josh right before you, way back when. Through the years, Janice and I did youth group. We did youth group and children's church at the same time. I I even helped Janice with a Sunday school class until she kicked me out. But that's a different story. (laughs) Somehow along the way, I became full-time at the church, even though I had gotten a commitment from the church that I would never be full-time. I was ordained. I earned an LPC, a Master's in Licensed Professional Counseling, some back surgeries, a hip replacement, all kinds of physical issues that went on. And I have it often said, and it's not a joke, that this is not a job. I don't work. If I could have afforded to, I would have done this for nothing. If my pockets were deep enough, I would have paid to do this. But unfortunately, the realities of life meant that I needed to be able to live and take care of my family. It was always my prayer and my purpose that God could some way use me in a way that would touch people's lives for the kingdom of God. Over the years, we've seen a lot of changes. Our sanctuary used to be where the fellowship hall is now. A lot of you will remember that. The pastor's office, where Pastor Atwood had his office, was behind the Coke machine. There was a little closet back there, and that's where he sat. And when we built this sanctuary, a Bible was placed under this altar to always remind us to stand on the word of God. And I'm here to testify that all those years, you all, we all, we've done just that. We have stood on the word of God. Many people have come and gone, faces have changed, just both staff and attenders. But the reason this church still stands, the reason we're here, is because people, all people, need the Lord. 
This church has literally been a family for us. It's been the incubator and the nourisher of our personal and spiritual lives. Janice and I, along with some of you, raised our children. We lost loved ones. We dealt with health issues. You have been a second family. We've supported each other in our vocations and in our personal lives. We listened to each other's stories of joys and trials. We faced the valley and saw God do miraculous things together. We have lived life together, which is what membership in church means to us. I can tell you that these men that God has raised up to be pastors here and to lead us are acutely and sensitively aware that they have accepted a task with eternal consequences. They purpose to live with honesty and integrity. As it says in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17, they keep watch over us as those who must give an account. They lead with the fear of God and great love for all of us. Let's always remember to pray for them so that they can continue to live honorably in every way. If you've been here long, you've heard Alan talk about, um, and Tim too, about our our team meetings and how we just get repeatedly astonished at God's truths. And boy, is that, that's really true. And you've heard Alan said it this morning. Sometimes we don't see eye to eye. We have to work at understanding each other's point of view. After one of those kinds of meetings, I I thought I'd be a little vulnerable here. One of those kind of meetings, I left, I went out the door feeling tense and uncomfortable. You know that feeling? You you know what I'm talking about. You just need to work through it to get to a better place. You haven't agreed. Well, immediately after that meeting, the four of us piled into the back seat of a car to go get some lunch. Charlie and I were in the back seat. So I decided I would just let some of my frustration out quietly. I would just, we were sitting next to each other, and I just sent him a little text message. But what I was really thinking, as soon as I hit send, I realized that I hadn't sent it to Charlie at all. I sent it to Alan, who was who I was frustrated with. Now that was really uncomfortable. I had nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. <laughs> you won't forget that, but we worked through it. We worked through it. It could have been, could have been bad. It could have been bad, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I truly love you guys, and I love all of you. And if I, I've enjoyed working with you all more than words could ever say. I made a note here, and I knew I wouldn't be able to read it. Anyway, it's tricky when you work together with people and you're friends and you're working in ministry and you have real strong opinions about things. It's tricky when you want to say something and you know you're going to disagree or you don't know how it's going to be received. I had this thing, and I thought, well, I'm going to say something to Tim. And it had to do with the fact that every Monday morning during upward season, he was hoarse. He couldn't, he couldn't even speak from screaming at Upward. 
And so I spoke to Tim and I said, Tim, you have a microphone. You don't have to scream at everybody. We can hear you. The next week, Tim comes in hoarse again. You'll notice this morning he still had his voice and I'd, I don't think it's because he actually listened to me. It's because finally he figured it out on his own that he didn't have to scream like that. But you know how it is when you're working with children, even 40-year-old children. 45. Well, that was back, that was a few years ago. It really is with mixed feelings. I'm not a crybaby like Pastor Allen, but... It is with mixed... <laughs> that we look forward to transitioning to the next adventure. When we accepted Christ, we felt that our lives were in God's hands. What greater adventure can there be than to be led by the king of the universe to what's best for his kingdom? So we have mixed feelings, but we're very excited at what God's continuing to do in this church. And there are exciting days right here and exciting days to come. Our ministry here has been both challenging and rewarding. We have strived to serve God and have been well rewarded with friends and fellowship and very privileged and honored to be a part of this team and to be able to share in this adventure with Tim and Alan and Brandy and Sally and all the people I don't think to mention And at the same time, knowing that the success all belongs to God. We look forward to the next adventure, seeing what God has for us. We know he's been in charge, so why would that change now? Through faith in God and trust in the faithful people of this church, I know God will continue to work to see his kingdom come and his will be done in this place. Thank you for all the gifts. Thank you. Amen. What a great Sunday, right? It's so good. I love this stuff. And it looks like... Kevin, are we good? Yes! Remember the last time I was panicking because the food hadn't gotten here yet? Y'all don't remember that. I do, because I was panicking. But it's here today. God bless you for being here. It is good to celebrate the things that God is doing. And what a great day to also celebrate a, a couple who has truly lived their lives for the Lord. It is good to celebrate that. So thank you for being here. Thank you to those who have dedicated their children today. Thank you to those who were baptized today. Thank you for those that have joined our church. But thank you to you just for simply being here to celebrate.